Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on Feel I don't belong, tell my thoughts to move along Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets Live with every breath, see my message start to spread And I had so many dreams, then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems, try to find out what it means Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the songs it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do And I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah I'm grateful, oh yeah Able, oh yeah I'm stable, oh yeah Everybody listen up, cause I'll only say it once I'm gonna show you all the path, if you want it bad I'm gonna show you where it's at, yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done, I'll be number one Working hella hard until I get just what I want, yeah Rise just like the sun, yeah, fatal like a gun Shooter's gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall yeah. Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all this art, it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine, yeah I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Jesse, aka DJ Stash, aka the host of the podcast. In this is episode 90 on Topics on the Pod, where we bring the most dopest audio on the planet. Alright, guys, uh, I know it's been this like just about a week since I've been last on the podcast, but it, it feels like way too long. <laughs> this feels like I just, there's been a lot that's been going on for this week. But mainly for me, I just, just burned down my gimmick dog at the hospital. There's a lot been going over there. COVID cases still still back about the same. Uh, as we know, we're uh, looking back for Pfizer as uh, the president of that conference on DC, right? We're now about Pfizer 90% effective. But uh, before we get into more of the show, guys, I want to get into our sponsors. Uh, we had just have one sponsor for today. Uh, lots of longtime sponsor is we're going to come into you by Top Abstracts. Top Abstracts is a Chicago born company specializing in nutraceuticals, oils, and other. Botanicals such as Kava Cradle, they also do CBD. Their mission is to create fans that earn your business to keep things fresh by limiting their inventory to the latest batches. In other words, 
They don't have a warehouse full of old product. They opened their shop at the tail end of 2014 based on their personal experience with different botanicals. Uh, they have seen and have had heard firsthand how their products have helped people from around the world. They've built their business to help supply different types of helpful traditional hormone remedies. They fully cater to the chemical compounding industry and supply a whole line of products that are fully tested from a GMP facility. The strongest weapon in the United States is a Patriot American here at Tactical Pro Supply. Uh, they donate a portion of every sale to the PTSD Foundation of America because they believe that it is their duty to help those who have sacrificed their lives to defend their freedoms. They join us on our mission to build American pride and help troops overcome the devastating effects of PTSD. They would like to be proud to have you as part of the team. So guys, you can uh, use my promo code STASH, that's S-E-A-S-H. Again, that is STASH, S-A-S-H. You can also click on the link down below where you listen to the podcast here. And I'll take you to the website and get your product over there. And kick back 15% for you, if you're in for the show, and it helps... Uh, they kick the uh, top asterisk portion to PSD Foundation. So it's a great cause all around. All right, guys, get to the show. Recording here on November 18th, 2020. Let me get some drink here. Currently, I guess I'm still, I'm still drinking this, uh, the Mountain Dew. Or not the Mountain Dew. That was another one. The uh, Skittles Dream Mix. I'll say this, I was saying Mountain Dew because I got the uh, green apple and the Skittles in here. Yeah, still good. That YouTube video is out. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, for Skittles, it's 5 out of 5. Like, I haven't really been drinking a lot of these since the review. I just, it's a little bit, uh, a little pick-me-up when we do the podcast. I just got off uh, work, like I said, not too long ago. Did the workout, showered up. Uh, drank some protein shakes. Uh, I like to get another protein. I like to get another protein brand, like I've been doing reviews on my YouTube channel. Which you can check it out, DJ Stash. Uh, but, I just haven't got around to do that review yet, but... I'm looking around now. Uh, the other product I've been looking at is Meat Rex. That's another protein uh, company I like to try. I looked up. I want to get a review on that one. That probably. But I got. I got already got a brand now, so I'm ready. To, uh, this is one I've already done before. Y'all have already seen. So I'm ready just to finish that one up. This is like a two pounder, so I'll probably get done with like probably end of next month. And then go with the Meat Rex and review that. So try that out because they only got vanilla brands, but it's really. I mean, I don't mind vanilla, but to me, I like, when it comes to, like, protein shakes, I want to venture off more for uh, protein shakes more than vanilla. I'm more of a chocolate when it comes to, like, protein shakes. But, yeah, guys, that's today's episode. Uh, if you're a long-time listener to Talk to the Pod, welcome back. Good to have you on. If you're a new listener, uh, glad to have you on. You tell the, go- uh, the show goes, if you don't, I don't have a guest on the show, let me say, after this podcast episode, I don't have a guest on, but I will have an episode, I will have a guest coming on, uh, It'll be later on this week. It'll be this week or next week. We've been going back and forth for a while to get her raised to a podcast. So uh, we should return off for that one. He's, uh, I've been on him since high school. So I just want to give out for that. So and if, like I'm saying, like now, 90 episodes, man. We're really close to the 100. I like to get, I like to do something big for 100 episode. I don't know. I think I like to do a live episode of it, like have it streamed on like YouTube channel and then put it on audio platforms later on. I'm not sure how it's going to work. I'd like to get, like, a celebrity guest. Well, I'd like to do, like, I've been, well, I've been tweeting out before about Bert Kreischer. Like, that's what I've been doing uh, when I've been, like, at my uh, job. I've been catching up on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Like, I've been kind of, because I'm kind of uh, caught up with, like, his uh, new episodes. And when I caught up with his new episodes, I go back to his older ones. And I listen back, I do, like, select, uh, 
some like people that's how I've been doing it. I, I started out with Bill Burr. I've caught up with Bill Burr, and now I've been doing uh, Burt Kreischer. Ever since uh, I saw him live at the Fort Worth, I've just been like, uh, it's been pretty much been watching what he mainly, he's been doing. So like, I know he's got like, he had all those shows on the Travel Channel. channel. Yeah, they had the Hurt Burt. I was like, man, that dude has, like, been... He's, like, a party album, but he's, like... He does a lot of work. Like, he has, like, one of an interesting, fun life, like, traveling on the world. And I've noticed, like, tell, like, the same... Like, if you listen to the podcast... Like, obviously, like... If y'all listen to podcasts, like, I'm pretty sure, like, one out of at least five people that have a podcast... That listen to podcasts, like, listen to Joker podcast. That's how I think that statistics. But I've been noticing, like, I'm on their, like, fifth... Or just the beginning of their fifth conversation. Obviously, I've listened to their new ones, like... Because I've been listening to Joe Rogan podcast since 2016. So I'm in the 14 range right now. But anyway, I've noticed since like the beginning, since Prince Burkhart had first been on the Joe Rogan podcast till now, like they be kind of they be telling the same stories. Because like, they don't remember each other's conversations at all. It's kind of bizarre, but I know they're friends outside of work. I just know they have remembered so many things outside of work. I guess they just have to don't remember the stories they tell on the podcast. So it's kind of interesting to uh, pick that up. Cause I've noticed, I, I know I've told like a couple, like I was saying, like I don't remember if I talked to him on the podcast or not. <laughs> so I get it, I get it with that aspect. But I just that's just pretty well I've noticed on the uh, guests. But I will this I will tell you this like this is a guy that I uh, have not had on the podcast yet, so it's a brand new guest. But yeah, but usually if uh, I don't have a guest on here, I just read off of Google, Google News. I would get into that, but I do have a list of like stuff I wanted to talk about. That's pretty. I'm gonna shake it up a bit before I go on Google News. Just gotta bring it up here. That you listen to that stuff. Yeah, talk about advisors, about 90, 90% effective. And there's supposed to be another one that's, another vaccine that's 95% effective. Oh, yeah, I want to shout out to this product here. It's called Go Warmer. Let's see, like I said, talk about, when well, I may have talked about this on another podcast. I may have talked about the previous podcast, but hey, I, I like this this product a lot. It's Go Warmer. It's basically, it's like the hand warmer, but it's like, it's an electronic device. It's, uh, it, is, it just charges up by USB. Uh, this, I don't remember how long it takes to charge it up. I was gonna do an unboxing of it. I just didn't think of it, but I think uh, I think when the next unboxing kind of do, I will with the PS Five. I think I will do that for YouTube. But this device, I just want to go ahead and try it. I just picked it up at the I seen on TV section at Walmart. But yeah, man, this I picked it up. I tried it out. Read the instructions. I just charged it up. Uh, it keeps it keeps your hands pretty hot. I like I even tested the temperature. Like it actually goes up to like hundred degrees. Like it's. I mean, it doesn't burn your hand anything. It's just, you tell us, like, it actually gets up there to what gets your body temperature where it needs to be. And it charges your phone. Like, it's a two-for-one. I was like, that's awesome. You don't have to keep, like, so if you're, like, living up north and, like, in an outside construction job whatnot, like, I would, guarantee, I would like, recommend getting two of those. And, like, you could charge your phone at the same time. That's a two-for-one. That's a good deal. It was, like, I think 15 bucks. Yeah, shout out, shout out for Go Warmers. <laughs> and I also want to uh, bring back when I talk about the protein, like, uh, I do recommend going to FEMA more nutrition. That's what I saying. That is a, not a sponsor this 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 week, but I mean, oh, I mean, it just has only one type of protein uh, shake that I want to try. But if you haven't had protein, if you haven't, you're trying to get into like protein shake that's more natural, organic, non sweet artificial sweeteners. I would definitely recommend FEMA nutrition by the uh, pro wrestler Ryback Ryback Reeves. Definitely good company. So check it out at feedmenor.com. But yeah, we're getting to my list. Uh, yeah, Pfizer. I'm gonna look up there, Pfizer. Yeah, this is from the Washington Post, so we can dive into that. Before I just go to my regular Google News section for me. It says Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine is more than 90% effective in first analysis company reports. This is from November 9th. 
Uh, I was saying a front-runner coronavirus vaccine developed by drug giant Pfizer and German biotechnology firm BioNTech was more than 90% effective and protecting people compared with a placebo saline shot, according to an interim analysis by an independent data monitoring committee that met that met Sunday. So the previous Sunday. Uh, saying the analysis of the ongoing trial provides a decisive intentional glimpse of the real-world performances of one of the four coronavirus vaccines in the last stages of testing in the United States. It is the strongest signal, yet the unprecedented uh, quest to develop a vaccine that could help bring the pandemic to an end might succeed, breaking every scientific speed re record. All right. Uh, it's saying, I would say it's a historical moment. Something like this has never happened before. First of all, the world was faced with such a terrible situation, the pandemic, and being able in such a short time to go through that usually takes many years. Catherine Jason, head of vaccine research and development at Pfizer, said in an interview hearing that at the interim analysis, uh, we are over 90% effective. It was almost stunning to hear. It's saying in Pfizer's 44,000 person trial, there have so far been 94 cases of COVID-19, the disease caused by the virus and people who were not previously infected. Fewer than nine of those cases were among people who received two shots of the vaccine, a strong indication of efficiency. The study defined a case as someone with a positive test result and at least one symptom. Uh, saying the company's shares close up nearly 8%. The data is not yet published or peer-reviewed. The data committee noted no serious safety concerns. Jason, I should say Jansen, uh, said the side effect profile of the vaccine was similar to what was reported in an earlier study that included pain at the injection site and fatigue, chills, and fever, which occurred more frequently in younger trial participations than in adults over the age 65. Uh, saying, quote, the results are really quite good. I mean, extraordinary, said Anthony S. Uh, Fossey. Uh, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, adding that they may bod well for a vaccine being developed by a biotech firm, Moderna. Yeah, that was the only vaccine I was thinking of. Moderna is the only one. And his an institute that uses a similar technology would give you hope we might have even two vaccines. Yeah, that's the other one uh, Trump was talking about in the conference. Is a Pfizer and Moderna. And now I'm getting these ads next to the couches that I've been looking at, which uh, I'll get into that. I'm going to get done with this article. <laughs> like, I see that all over the page. It's like, oh, look at, come back to this couch you were looking at. Uh, it says, uh, Fauci said he has spoken with Pfizer Chief Executive Albert Borrella. It's a B-O-U-R-A-L-A. -A. Uh, saying about the results, but had not yet reviewed the individual data. The rapid surge of coronavirus infection in the cooler months, while devastating for the country, means the trial is rushing towards completion faster than company executives anticipated, with more people being exposed to the virus amid the surge. Testing the vaccine becomes easier and faster. Uh, saying the race for a vaccine had become extraordinarily tied to election year politi politics, and for months, outside experts had worried that Pfizer's vaccine might be an October surprise pushed prematurely through the regulatory process. In the end, the data arrived nearly a week after the election and shortly after the race was uh, called for President-elect Joe Biden. President Trump called 
Borla to ask about the vaccine over the summer and previously accused regulators of a political hit job for slowing down a vaccine. Monday evening, Trump issued a tweet complaining the at U.S. underscore FDA. Let's see, the FDA. And the Democrat, I didn't even, was like, is that supposed to be their Twitter? Let me click, it says I can click. Oh, wow. I didn't even, wow. I didn't even know the FDA even had a Twitter. I mean, I wouldn't, oh, wow. It even says, it, what do you mean, does it exist? Wow. But there was an article they put. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to click on the uh, at U.S. underscore FDA, and I clicked on it. And it took him over to Twitter, but they said the page don't exist. So, okay, I don't know about that. What's going on with that? But anyway, uh, going back to the article, it says, the at US underscore FDA and the Democrats didn't want to have me get a vaccine, uh, saying when, I don't know what's all that capitalized says, uh, prior to the election. So instead, it came out five days later, as I've said all along. Uh, saying the post-election announcement was questioned by Donald Trump Jr., who suggested on Twitter that the timing was uh, nefarious, but the meeting of Pfizer's independent data committee, which reviewed the results, did not happen until Sunday afternoon, days after regulators approved a modification to its trial protocol to ensure the first look at data would have more cases than originally planned. For us, the election day was always an artificial day. We are not working with the election as a timeline, Ballora said. On CNBC, the only pressure we feel is the pressure of the billions of people hoping on our vaccine. And we are going to follow the speed of science, so science spoke. It's saying uh, Pfizer and BioNTech said they plan to submit an application for emergency authorization from the Food and Drug Administration after the third week of November. Alright, so that should already be going into effect. Uh, saying when they still have two months of safety follow-up data on half the participations in their trial... Along with data on their manufacturing process, the agency will hold an external adversary committee meeting and review of the data. Could not could take a few weeks. The first doses of vaccine might be available in December. So, and I was saying December might be pushing it out. Which I remember watching the uh, that conference. Trump was saying it was going to go to elderly first, which I agree for that. And apparently, it's all distributed in the United States except for New York. Uh, the governor doesn't want to I'm saying the vaccine requires two doses given three weeks apart. Uh, Pfizer and BioNTech Bio are working around the clock to scale up production in hopes of having 50 million doses, enough for 20, 25 million people to receive both shots by the end of the year. And saying and 1.3 billion doses in 2021. So let's say by 2021, they're saying everyone's going to have this vaccine. Uh, the vaccine will continually be available only to select groups, likely to include healthcare workers, which is uh, saying that would be me because I'm in the healthcare. Wait, I said, I got, we are like, like a, I've talked about in the podcast previously, I think the two episodes ago. They're like, yeah, we are mandatory to take our flu shots too. Like, if you don't get your flu shots and like send it to the, the higher us, basically, like, yeah, your, your job is gone. So we're, you're on time not for getting your, uh, your shots at the, at the hospital. Let's see, it's, it's likely to include healthcare workers and other people with high risk of severe disease. And it's saying after regulators authorize a vaccine, a Center for Disease Control and Prevention Adversary Committee will make former recommendations for who would receive at first. The trial will continue until it reaches its endpoint of 164 cases of COVID 19. Yeah, but even if they're, like I said, we, got, we had a test like I 95 mask today. 
like uh, we still it's still like no show like if you know the uh, the vaccine is gonna be mandatory to our Pacific hospital or not. I'm like saying I can't go much into it. But I was saying they just have a treated like a flu shot, but we just see how all the trials go out and how they distribute everything. I'm assuming like the majority are going to go to the elderly first of the hospitals. It's saying vaccine development typically takes many years, even decades, but the coronavirus vaccine has been a rare success success story in the response to the virus. Able to move forward because of our flourishing of the new vaccine technologies, a backbone of prior work on emerging pathogens and a mentality that rarely exists in the world of vaccine development of governments and companies willing to devote nearly unlimited resources to make sure that a vaccine succeeds. Uh, saying outside experts said crucial details of the data need to be examined. How did the vaccine perform in high risk populations such as as elderly, elderly people were the case of disease mostly mild or did the vaccine also prevent severe disease? It says, will the effectiveness hold up as the trial moves towards Completion, how long will protection last? What do detailed safety data show? Does the vaccine reduce the connotiveness of people with or should I say contagiousness of the people without symptoms? Says Paul Paul A. Offit, director of the Vaccine Education Center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, said the data look encouraging. The trials faster than expected progressed to ninety four cases, he said was the up upside of having a virus that's out of control. This is David Beckinser, a biostatistician at Amor University Rollins School of Public Health, sent an email that he was still digesting the news. Uh, saying it looks to be incredibly promising result. Beckinser wrote, uh, nothing that the two biggest questions are how long the effect lasts and how well the vaccine works to prevent severe cases of COVID-19 both will still require more data to get a definite answer, but for now, I think this is a really good news. It says Natalie E. Dean, a biostatistic expert at the University of Florida, said that the that 90% efficiency was better than most had dared to expect from the first vaccine, and the decision to wait to examine the data until there were more cases of COVID-19 in the trial increases confidence and excitement in the early result even though she questioned the use of news release to provide data. Says Dean cautioned that despite the excitement, a difficult task lie ahead. Says it will be essential to prioritize the limited doses to those at highest risk and to acknowledge that the intensive ultra cold storage requirements of the vaccine, which must be chilled to minus negative 70 degrees Celsius. Wow, that's a good cute hella cold. Uh, it says will limit the immediate impact. Okay. Uh, saying if a vaccine goes into broader use, it will open debates about how to conduct trials of future coronavirus vaccines. Uh, raising question about whether it is ethical to give a placebo to volunteers when a highly effective vaccine exists. Dean said uh, she had recently attended a five-hour World Health Organization meeting that grappled with that issue. Uh, says whatever happens with this one product, it is not going to going to immediately have eight billion doses. Dean said, "I'm sensitive to the potential success of one product interfering with others. We're going to need all of these. We're going to need multiple products to meet a global need. Uh, the final effectiveness of Pfizer vaccine may waver as the trial continues, 
but it appears to be far above the minimum threshold set by regulators requiring it to be at least 50% effective. It's saying the FDA has also set forth a requirement for five severe cases or cases of the disease in the, in the placebo group. But Janssen said that to preserve the integrity of the trial, Pfizer scientists remain blind to the detail of the cases at this time. Uh, saying the vaccine uses AS, a new technology never before deployed in an improved medical product. Each injection contains lipid nanoparticles, fat bubbles that surround a strip of genetic material called messenger RNA. The genetic material carries the blueprint for the distinctive spiky protein that studs the coronavirus surface after being injected into a person's arm. The fat capsule delivers its payload to the body cells and the messenger RNA instructs those cells to build the spike protein efficiently or effectively, should I say, uh, teaching the immune system how to recognize and block the coronavirus. Man, that sounds some fucking hardcore shit, man. That sounds like, that sounds promising. That sounds, that sounds promising. Uh, saying Pfizer's early signal is encouraging, and not just for messenger RNA, Fossey said, but as proof of concept, the vaccine candidates that present the spike protein, the approach being pursued by essentially all the major candidates can succeed. Uh, saying Pfizer, unlike its competitors, did not join Operation Warp Speed, the government intensive uh, design to erase the financial risk of vaccine and Therapeuticals developed by development by providing upfront funding to companies and help helping coordinate the trials. Instead, Pfizer plowed two billion of its own money into the project and then struck a one point nine five billion contract with the U.S. government to provide one hundred million doses uh, contingent on the vaccine being effective. Uh, saying its trials intentionally had more aggressive design than any. Any other large stage studies in the United States, allowing earlier and more frequent peaks at the data that raised concern from outside scientists that the company might seek authorization of the vaccine when there were only 32 cases among participants. The FDA shared those concerns, according to Jason or Jansen, so I say, and urged the company to wait to do this its first data. Look into though there were more cases. Pfizer scientists were intentionally concerned. It would take too long to reach that milestone, particularly as it appeared the pandemic might be coming under control in the late summer, thus depriving the study of potential infected participants. But Pfizer scientists amended their protocol to wait to look at the data until they reached 62 cases as the virus began to surge. And they completed the paperwork last week, uh, saying we saw that huge upswing we realized that maybe we should listen and come back to the suggestion of the FDA to have more cases. Janssen said, it just shows you the enormous uptick right now of the pandemic. That, us, that certainly it took us by surprise how quickly it really went. Uh, saying once the independent data committee met Sunday, there were 94 cases in the trial, meaning the study is more than halfway done. Blora said, or so say Borla said, on CNBC that he believes the trial could reach its final endpoint before the end of the month. That wraps up there. Well, because we have to see by December of how, because if I was like, we have, I have no word of, uh, of the vaccine in, in, in to our particular, my particular hospital that I'm, that I'm at. I have, we have, I have not heard 
anything to that. So that's as far as I can go with that on my side, what I've known on the healthcare side. I, I we have no anything with that. Last I realized I did my flu shot and that was last month. So anything uh vaccine wise, like that's all I've gotten. For any shot wise. I guess I was gonna say wait what the I keep getting this ad with my furniture here before we go to like a another article, should I say, if we get to that point. Uh but before I want to get to the couch one, I was thinking when I was reading the article too, because I like to like, think multiple things as I'm reading. I'm sure like a lot of y'all do that too, right? Like even though you're reading or doing a certain task, I'll still have other thoughts going on. That's just what's going on for me. But uh, as I was saying with the new listeners, uh, probably more, we've uh, probably got more listeners now because uh, we've, like I said, we've been expanding the channel, which I'm really, really grateful for y'all guys for what I'm getting over with being, well, I started out the podcast from iTunes to Google Play. Then we got with the platform with Amazon Podcast that's helped tremendously, and then I've just now uh, got with with uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah, so guys, now the podcast on iHeartRadio. Uh, had to go for a uh, review process. Uh, then I was saying like took a different. It was taking uh, after the fourteen days I didn't hear back, and then I just replied and I talked to a guy in there named Scott. I said shout out to Scott when out there from iHeartRadio. He helped me tremendously sell. The- Sent my uh, process to submit it in the po- uh, he helped me submit my podcast, get it all straightened up, and it got approved. So, yeah, get a review on that. Like, they actually sent me a review on like how the experience. I was like, yeah, it's five stars for me, guys. I'm really, really glad and happy to be really, really glad to have to be on Boy with our Heart Radio. Like, uh, I say, I listen to all the I, listen, I like I have the Heart Radio app, and I watch the festival time. Like, I was gonna go to the iHeart music festival like two years ago but oh uh, well but now i wish i could have won this time i mean now i even watched the virtual one i watched miley cyrus's uh, performance on the virtual one this year but yeah shout out our radio um now i'm gonna go to the couches yeah guys uh this one i'm put on the question for my uh y'all can hit me up with my gmail for the podcast at topics on the pod at gmail.com because uh, i'm not i'm not really knowledgeable of like furniture because uh what about current furniture in my living room? You know, because I'm currently recording here in my lustrous house in Central Texas. I just have the basic furniture. I've had this furniture for like seven years. I've had it since the old apartment when I used to record, started the podcast out there. Uh, I've had this furniture for like seven years. I, uh, it's, fun. it's had to be like 2016 I've had this furniture. It's just, I don't even know what leather it is, man. I got it off a. Of, I think it was either Craigslist or uh, Facebook mar- uh, Marketplace, but I remember I was on my security job when I was just gone away from my my apartment two weeks on two weeks off, and uh, I would just look. I think I want to say Facebook. I was saying I looked at my phone and I saw I was looking for furniture because because me and my uh, the roommate at the time didn't have furniture in the living room, so we wanted some furniture. And I looked it up, and I saw this couch and love seat for like a hundred bucks in my area, so I hit him up. They're saying, I have you back in a week. Well, they're saying, well, we're trying to get rid of it because they're about moving. Usually, it's, what, it's like that's like a good uh, note for you guys. We're trying to look for cheap furniture. Like, usually, usually you can see people do like nice furniture when they have to move because <laughs> like they don't want to really deal with it. So it's, you just that's how you find good things if you want to use if you want to get used furniture. There definitely are people who just want to move. That's what my experience is when it comes to like because I was talking about bed frame too. Since people people just uh, couldn't storage and they just couldn't move it anymore. <laughs> But anyhow, with the with the furniture, uh, they have were moving. They didn't have a week for me to come back, so I had to store in my buddy's place, uh, which was Harvey. Which uh, if you haven't 
Not about Harvey, you can listen to my podcast back then. That was a couple of podcasts back. Harvey Prophet. I covered at his place until I got back and just picked it up out of the apartment. I got help. It was, uh, yeah, me and my roommate carried it up. That was upstairs, which was a pain. <laughs> but we get we did it. And uh, I got movers to move it here. And it's been here since. But uh, no, it's, it's kind of wearing out in the back. And the middle seat in the couch is just really bad. So I'm just figuring with, you know, a new place. I want new furniture now, so... I'm getting a new soundbar too. I'm getting the Vizio soundboard, soundbar, should I say? That's coming in the mail from Amazon. I'm ready, excited for that. I hope I got the right one. My roommate, or ex, like saying uh, Billy, saying he's been on the podcast a couple of times. He, I went to his place and uh, I've listened to his Vizio soundbar all the time. And for the price, I mean, it's even cheaper on Amazon. If you get it refurbished, it's for like uh, it's like under seventy bucks right now. If you want to pick that up, guys, so that's a pretty good deal. For what it is. But yeah, for us as furniture. I've uh, looked up when I've been scouring on the internet. I've come to like two selections, but I'm not, like I said, I'm not an expert with furniture. I like to get like someone just have on the pockets that's really expert in furniture because I'm really fascinated with like all these different types. Because uh, I got the sound bar, like I said, there's a new TV. So I'm more going towards like a home theater approach. So that's what I'm looking at. So I'll have two options. I'm looking at the Seacraft, the Seacraft Anthem Media Room. It's top grain leather. I'm saying that's all I know from like leather. It's the material leather, seven thousand. It's saying it has power headrests, power recline. It comes in colors of black, brown, and red. Uh, basically, it's and they're going on with the Black Friday sale. But I like I'm I'm not only trying to buy the it come it comes with a bundle too. Like I'm trying to get the couch and the love seat. They both have that, the three seater and the two seater. Uh, getting both of them, it comes out to a total of just right under thirty four hundred. So that's the C. That's a C grab. And we go to the Valencia. It's from Italy. Uh, let me click. Let me go back. Just gonna read more about it. Cause this one is not like a bundle. I had to get it separate. Cause it's the I'm looking at the Val. Valencia Oxford Home Theater seating. That's what I'm looking at. I want to see more descriptive. Y'all so y'all can uh, pick, sort it out. So y'all know what I'm looking at. Okay, this is their description on the feature. It's saying, what makes movie night a luxurious experience? It is the wine, the cozy atmosphere, the subtle feeling of leather. As it supports your back as you recline your chair to better enjoy the movie experience, the Oxford can provide you a luxurious experience that will take movie nights to the next level of comfort. Combining design and function, the Oxford provides luxury through its supply leather, cozy cushions, supportive headrests, and center console. The host your favorite glass of wine and food platter customization is possible, so tailor as you see fit and enjoy the ultimate home theater experience with the Oxford. Yeah, they have a lot of side things too. They come with it, like a little wine glass holder. I remember that. I've watched videos. Yeah, they have the, yeah tray tables, tablet holder, wine glass caddy, as we're calling it. I wonder. I need to see the price. Wow, it's like eight eighty dollars for one. Two is one sixty. I forget to do a discount with that. I didn't even check that out. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of balling with that. I would think. The caddy, but let's see. I want to go. Well, I'm trying to get. I was looking at the uh, the Oxford for the three seat, 
and then the row two. So I'll go forward with that. And they have the, their Black Friday special is the uh, free white glove delivery, as they're calling it. I'd say in there, so basically their white glove delivery just service ensures that your purchase is delivered and assembled professionally in the room of your choice. So, I mean, that's people that, like, you know, because uh, what I'm looking on YouTube videos, like, they come in, like, boxes. Like, it's not one piece, but, I mean, they assemble it for you. So, and I feel like you really can't pick up, I guess, large boxes for some reason. Like, hey, that's that's good for me. You, know? you want to assemble themselves. And that's and that's free with a service. Why not? This is available only in major cities, too, so you got to put in your address. But I put in mine, and it looks like you'll be able to do it. But with uh, the Valencia. Valencia Oxford Home Theater seating for the three one. Basically, I'm using it for my couch and the sofa. It comes out to like thirty six hundred. So it's it's come one hundred dollars more, but I mean you're, it's paying for the assembly too. And if you want the assembly for the the Seacraft, it's four hundred dollars. So there you take and choose. <laughs> it comes out a little bit more. So. So, I mean, it's either you can save Cobrox assembly yourself or do the whole range of the do yourself. So, that's what I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited of, guys. So, y'all can hit me up on topicsinthepod.gmail.com. Or, man, hey, maybe there's even a better one out there. I don't even know. This is what I've been looking at. So, I'm um, really looking at these before Black Friday is over. That's kind of my splurge. All right. Yeah, well, like I said, guys, just uh, hit me up with an email. And just give me your thoughts on which one I should get or any more. Whatever you're saying, if you have any other products that's probably similar to the home theater system that might be better, just, just shoot me there. Let's go. We'll go from there. All right. The next one I'm going to spin on to is uh, I had a list down as WWE cancels live events. So they're actually getting away from that. But yeah, guys, currently, like, WWE's not bringing back the uh, the full time schedule. Like, uh, the five days a week. Currently, they're just doing, like, uh, pretty much what AEW's doing. I was trying to pull the article, but I was listening to that on the uh, Ryback's uh, wrestling report. So you can check that out on that side. But basically they were saying that, uh, they just get, I mean, they haven't really made much money off of there anyway since of their live events. So basically when they go back to like crowds, they're not going to do the live events. And their Thunderdome contract is also ending up too, like next month. So they're thinking about, they're looking at other locations as well. So it's kind of interesting where they go from that. But uh, for actually live crowds, I'm looking up at uh, Wrestling Inc., is saying WWE asked fans about possible return to live event touring in early 2021. So, some wrestling news we got on that. Yeah, okay, this is from that's saying it's Wrestling Inc. It's saying it looks like WWE may be at least considering a return to live event touring in early 2021. WWE recently issued a fan console survey to gauge fan interest on how comfortable they will be with the company running live events again. Specifically within the first three months of the next year. So if you want to kick it over right when 21 happens, right? I'm saying such as cleaning stations and venues, individual, individual seating pods. What does that even mean? And if they feel, would feel safe attending. Well, I guarantee you there. I guarantee you that people want to go out to crowd. They don't, I don't guarantee you people are not going to care. Just in certain areas, I'm saying. I just know in my area in Texas, like people just go out in droves. <laughs> They're not gonna. They're gonna care if it's a visual seating pot or not. I'm um, saying one question in the survey asked: Assuming that a WWE live event were coming to a local venue, arena, stadium, etc., between January 2021 and March 2021, how likely would you be attending a WWE live event? 
uh, saying the options given were very likely, somewhat likely, neutral, somewhat unlikely, very unlikely. Uh, saying WWE has not toured with regular live events since the COVID-19 pandemic hit back in March. We exclusively reported in September that the live events department was in shambles due to another round of budget cuts. As I was saying, the live event department was like, they're not having like WWE live events. If exclude like the non-TV taping events, they're not, they're getting away with that. Uh, saying there, there is still no timetable for a return to touring, but WWE's new chief financial officer, uh, Christina Celine, noted during the recent uh, quarter three earnings call that the company intended to return to live events touring as quickly and safely as possible. Well, yeah, they got something they want to get their, get their money flowing. Gotta get business back up. All right, we'll shut out of that. But yeah, speaking of WWE, uh, saying uh, I've talked about it the last, I think the last podcast, but I watched The Mandalorian. Sasha Banks was on there in the third episode of Mandalorian. Not getting into spoilers, but I was saying uh, it was just great seeing her on there. I'm saying you do, I mean you do get to see that's actually her. I'm just, I'm just give it, I'm just give it that way. As much as I'm getting into it, you do clearly see that she is in the show. Like Bill Burr, like. He clearly sees you in the show. But uh, I think she did a great job. Like, I'm interested to see what else they do with the show. Like, it seems like you seem to have like a, some kind of guest. Uh, it's kind of well known. So, hey, uh, let's see what else she does in the, in the Hollywood base as well. So I think she did a great job. But, yeah, can't get any more spoilers. So, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about the consoles. I mean, consoles about... Uh, even IGN comparing PlayStation and Xbox, there's been issues of like damages. <laughs> They're trying to say like the Xbox was like uh, smoking, but it was just like kids vaping, like all kinds of controversy. So, so what I have down the list? I pretty uh, I had I had about Trump tweets and Twix left and right side because I've been seeing that at work. You know, they, obviously they sell Twix. I don't even eat Twix, but from my opinion, I mean. I just like to know, I was like, wow, like, Twix is actually more Paul in the political game than I realized. <laughs> like, they really have to argue, like, what is better, the left Twix or the right Twix? Like, that's just pretty much how America is currently. I was like, wow, there's many guys decide which is better, the left side or the right side, right? But to me, just like politics and the Twix, it seems they're both the same. But yeah, now I'm going to actually go into Google. And go. I'm actually going to put in uh, the consoles in here to see what it brings up. Saying, I'm still waiting for mine on the uh, Black Friday deal. If I didn't, uh, like I said, but if like the terms went to my giveaway, like I've stated, like I would have had a PS5 or somebody. I say it wouldn't matter if I had to get it on eBay to spend a thousand dollars or what. Like I say, that's just how the giveaway is. But I'm just waiting for uh, Black Friday for my own personal PlayStation. Okay, yeah, I got it here. I got some for the both consoles, but uh. I want to steer, steer off here. I want to see the uh, the Meet the BL6 as Bud Light's console, game console. I want to see that. Here we go into this. This is by Entrepreneur. So I want to see what that what this is about. I saying if you thought the new console season was over just because the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X are out, you were mistaken. Now it's Bud Light's turn to bring its own gaming hardware to the market. Like I was looking, I was like, this is oh, this has got to be clickbait or not. But now this, because I look in the picture, I was like, nah, this this looks legit. <laughs> uh, it's 
saying the Brewer just announced the BL6, the coolest gaming console ever. It's real. I've been playing with one, and the asterisk is a joke about having a drink cooler inside. It's saying, okay, it's not exactly a new game system to compete with the PS5 and Xbox Series X. It's it's a part art project, part technical demo, and part marketing gimmick. Yeah, obviously. But it's actually it's actual hardware that exists that you might be able to buy. Uh, I've been testing a BL6 in my apartment, and Bud Light indeed plans to sell a number of the systems as charity auctions on shopbeargear.com. So, hey, if you want to... I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna post this on my Instagram so I can see this is BL6. Like, I'm actually interested in this myself. <laughs> I would, I would love to have this on my living room shelf. Uh, saying all proceeds will be donated to the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation. Change is on the menu program. Oh yeah, I'm gonna retweet this as well. I'm gonna try. I wanna bless this article. Yeah, that's that's a good cause too. Uh, but it's saying, but uh, what exactly is the BL6? Well, dig into the system in more depth next week. Ah, oh, now you're going to equip me. Uh, saying, but I have the basics down after tinkering with it. The BL6 is a Windows 10 PC uh, equipped with a Intel i7. Okay, not too bad. Uh, and a 16 gigabyte of RAM with a built-in proje projector. Oh, nice. All packed into a blue case designed to look like a Bud Light six-pack. Specifically, the PC appears to be a Microsoft Surface Pro or similar system. And the projector is a Asus Zenbeam 720p projector. Okay, so I'm just maybe using a projector. Uh, it has Intel, Ir Intel Iris graphics instead of a beefy graphics card, but it still has enough... Oomph to play Tekken. I thought they put oomph. Like, that's really what they wrote in. Uh, to play Tekken 7 and Soul Calibur 6. Okay. In fact, those two games are pre installed. Oh, no. okay. Well, that explains why you brought up. They're already pre installed into the BL6. Uh, along with RBI Baseball 20 and a few other games. Hmm. Well, I figured it's like Bud Light. I figured they'd get more known games. Something more Bud Light finesse. I mean, the baseball, I guess. Uh,. The saying, it's more than a solid Windows 10, not quite gaming PC, and a small projector. I was saying, mainly two projector. Uh, though those six cans of the case are for more than looks, the front two cans are cooling fans, but the middle two are holders for the included game controllers, which are BL6 branded 8-bit dough N30 Pro Plus game pads. And the rear two cans, those are drink cooler compartments. See, coolest game console. Oh, wow, so they are drink compartments. Nice. Uh, it says it needs more time with the, they need more time with the BL6 to see just how gooey they can get it. With this fast, fascinating hardware so far, however, it appears to be a real labor of love from Bud Light's engineering team, uh, which is a thing that exists apparently. Yes, it's a weird beer selling marketing stunt. But it's also a pretty neat piece of technology in a really eye-catching case. And it's a functioning piece of electronics, not some 3D rendering uh, monstrosity that will only appear in a commercial and nowhere else. Yeah, I'm actually interested in how this goes. I mean, a portable projector while some beer. Man, that's, I'd probably go for a lot of people. I bet a lot of people will get that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to save this article. All right.
I listened to that other article about the PlayStation Xbox. Uh, got it up here. It's from the NBC News. So we'll see uh, what's uh, they take on uh, this particular subject on these consoles. Uh, it's bringing up. It says, which game console should you give? So, I mean, if you can, not uh, getting both consoles or, uh, for their respective is saying, which one you should get as a gift. Because we're the holidays. So, it's saying, uh, the new Xbox and PlayStation console is shipping now. Here's where to see, or get these gaming consoles right now. So, uh, this is updated on November 10th. So, it's about all over go. But, let's see where they are. Uh, saying the Microsoft Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S have finally... And officially launched today, they've outlined some available retailers that have the gaming consoles in stock below, but prepare to see stock run out and get replenished uh, regularly over the coming weeks below. Uh, it says they'll guide you, anyone looking to buy an Xbox today, as well as anyone unsure between the two gaming consoles. Uh, saying it's been seven long years, but Sony and Microsoft are releasing their new game consoles this week. So I'm saying that's back in November 10th when they already released stuff since November 12th already. Uh, but it's saying the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X respectively but between the different models of each edition their exclusive games and a lot of tech noble otherwise buying a game console is starting to feel as complex as picking a health insurance plan if you're looking for a great gift this holiday and one particularly attuned to a gamer but aren't stepped in the world of video games yourself, here are things you actually need to know. Alright, so this so saying PlayStation or Xbox it says if you aren't sure which platform to go with and your gifty hasn't already made that's really they put they say gifty. <laughs> this is MVC. Uh, has it already made it abundantly clear? Here are some ways to figure out the best path forward. Uh, saying PS5 versus Xbox, which games do they play? Significantly, most video games come out for both PlayStation and Xbox as well as desktop PC. But each company does have a few games exclusively to their platform. Yeah, you're going to get those games on the or the consoles before you get on the PC. Uh, but it says... It says, but each company does have a few games exclusive to the platforms, which can make all the difference. Is the gift receipt, or are you really into Spider-Man, God of War, and The Last of Us? PlayStation is the way to go. Uh, they say, do you play a lot? Do they play a lot of Halo with their friends or love the Forza racing games? Those are only on Xbox. And Microsoft just bought a number of studios that could expand their library and exclusives even further in the new future. This article is basically explained to people that are like non-gamers and like if you want a person whatever your significant other or family member like ah there you go this is an article for you uh saying ps5 versus xbox uh what do their friends have historically games haven't allowed you to play online with people using a different console otherwise known as class platform which i mean they're pretty much getting closer past i mean like with like uh fortnite and uh rocket league that I know of. It says gaming. So if all your friends have PlayStations, you'll probably want one too. This generation's PlayStation 4 was overall much more popular than Xbox One. Yeah, I confirm that on my side. Uh, it says, so Sony has a lot of momentum going into this generation. But you'll still want to see what your gifties crew uses. <laughs> so this is what they put. Uh, many games are starting to allow for crossplay, but we haven't quite reached the utopia future of any game, any system just yet. 
Yeah, I don't see that in the future either. I mean, it's all it's all about competition. Uh, PS5 versus Xbox, which console is more powerful? While tech nerds like me love to debate the specs of these systems, the most important factor will always be the games themselves. But if graphical power matters to your techie savory gift recipient, it's worth consideration. We don't have for sure which will perform better in real-world scenarios. Right now, it's looking like the Xbox Series X is going to be the more powerful system, at least in terms of the raw graphical horsepower, which with the uh, PlayStation 5 is just a bit behind it. And the Xbox Series S providing a little, a lower fidelity experience on a budget. So there you go with that. Uh, PS5 versus PS5 Digital versus Xbox Series X versus Xbox Series S. Which module should uh, gift? Basically, say which one should you get? Uh, if the last thing has confused you, let me explain. Each platform has two different modules, models this year. Which, yeah, that is something. Uh, once you finish the scalp and finally decide between PlayStation and Xbox, you have to then decide which PlayStation or Xbox to buy. Fret not, the options aren't complicated. Uh, say PlayStation 5, which is sold out, is saying uh, Sony's top model will be the $500 PlayStation 5, a powerful next-gen console with a 4K Blu-ray player built in. It'll play games like Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Demon's Souls, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and even the even popular Fortnite, all with the high-end graphics. It will also play most PS4 games. You can pre-order the console now, on and off, anyway, as stock becomes available as it launches November 12th. This we already talked about. Uh, they've suggested Amazon's Game Sub Target, which was sold out. Uh, the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, the PlayStation 5 Edition, which you know launched November 12th, has the exact same hardware as the PlayStation 5, but it skewers the disk drive for a more affordable price tag of $400. It'll play all the same games with the same top tier uh, graphically, graphic, basically the same graphics, but you have to buy those games digitally and download them rather than buy them on a disk. It also won't be able to play 4K Blu-rays without the disk drive. Personally, I think $100 is worth a disk drive capability, so you're left with at least one device able to read the minimum. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just spend the extra $100. So I was saying, if you go with PlayStation 5, you might also consider grabbing an extra controller, a charge station, a wireless headset like Sony's Pulse 3D, or the HyperX Cloud Flight S. Uh, the Xbox Series X, according to updating this, it's still limited availability. Uh, saying just launched, Xbox Series X looks like it'll be the most powerful console of this generation. At the same price, $500 price tag as the PlayStation 5. It will have many of the same gamers as the PS5, including Fortnite, Call of Duty, Black Ops Cold War, and Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, with a few of its own exclusive titles like Gears 5 and the upcoming Halo Infinite. It can also play all of Xbox One games, as well as some 360 and the original Xbox games, giving a leg up on some Sony for those that like to revisit old titles. So yeah, I give it that. That's that's why I say I still get both both consoles. Uh, it also has a 4K Blu-ray drive for movie buffs. So uh, Xbox Series S limited availability as well. Also just launched the Xbox Series S as a lower cost alternative to the Series X, it plays the same games, old and new, but gets rid of the, the disk drive and downgrades the graphics a bit. 
uh, games might not look quite as good as they do on the Xbox Series X or on either of the PS5 modules, but it hits a far more for over our price point. So we get that rated bucks. Majority at Target at Best Buy. Uh, seen Xbox players may also want a set controller or a wireless headset like the HyperX Cloud X Flight, and they're really hyping that up. Uh, saying, do you need to buy now? It says demand is higher for these new consoles. And we're already seeing models selling out, but we should see stock trickle in and out over time now that some of the consoles have launched. If you aren't in a rush, though, don't feel like you need to buy them right now. For the time being, a lot of the newest games will still come out for the current gen, PS4, and the Xbox One. Uh, including Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Cyberpunk 2077, which for me, I am waiting to play that on the PS5. Uh, some games may even come with a free upgrade to the PS5 slash Xbox Series X versions if and when you decide to grab the latest consoles. So if you rather make your decision once more reviewers get their hands on these new systems, uh, it says I'll be taking both for a spin myself. Feel free to hold off and give your current hardware a bit more playtime. Yeah, for sure. No rush. So that's, I mean, you still got a couple more months for the holiday. You got at least your end of the summer, right, for Christmas. A little over a month away. All right, I want to get off that. Yeah, I already had some articles saved. I want to pull up. Yeah, this is from uh, basically Rockstar's competitive now. This is from uh, Screen Rant. This is from two days ago. Uh, say GTA 6 rival everywhere may come to PS5, Xbox Series X sooner than expected. Like I said, if you're a long time, it's all the time listening to talking to the pod, it wouldn't be the same if I didn't talk about anything about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> we have a, well, we have no guests, that's not part of that. So we enough guests, I'm like, we just talk about this, mainly in my Google News. But yeah, it says, uh, build a rocket boy games everywhere. This is a competitive the competitive brand's name, or the company's name. It said, Bill Nate Rocket Boys games everywhere looks poised to arrive with a new console generation sooner than anticipated with one key development change. Uh, saying the rivalry between studios build a Rocket Boy games and, and its developers, former home Rockstar games, is heating up with the confirmation that Grand Theft Auto uh, 6 rival sandbox game everywhere has been Move from Amazon's Lumberyard engine to the more powerful Unreal engine, hinting at a more proximal PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X S release than previously expected. The otherwise mysterious rival to Rockstar's powerhouse Grand Theft Auto series has recently received major infusions of cash, fueling speculations that everywhere could become a serious contender in the sandbox genre that Rockstar currently dominates unopposed. Uh, sand... Dota Rocks Rocket Boy Games was the result of a messy split between Rockstar's parent company Take Two and former Rockstar's North president Leslie Benzies that resulted in a lengthy legal battle between the two over alleged unpaid royalties. But as PG Roadhouse once emptily said, it is never difficult to distinguish between a Scotsman with a Green events in a ray of sunshine, and Benzies wasn't content to end things with a legal dispute. With two other ex-Rockstar employees in 2016, he began development on a game that wasn't specifically 
set to rival Grand Theft Auto, but if successful, undoubtedly would, and everywhere has the funding to make it happen. So everywhere has been is being designed with freedom in mind, and while Benzi insisted that it's very different from Grand Theft Auto, they do share some fundamental traits. Everywhere was born and raised on Amazon's Lumberyard engine, which is supported on 8th generation platforms like the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, but it isn't capable of operating on 9th gen systems. Between that and no confirmed launch dates, there was only limited speculation about when the title will be released. Now, BA Wood Rocket Boy Games announced on, announced on Twitter that Everywhere has officially made the transition onto the more powerful and occupation Unreal Engine, which does support current gen consoles, including the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X slash S. Uh, it's shown on their Twitter that is at Everywhere at Everywhere underscore Games. It's big news. Everywhere is now on Unreal Engine. We are hugely excited about harnessing this powerhouse tech to create amazing new worlds and are actively hiring in all disciplines in Edinburgh and Budapest. Hit the link and apply today. So you can check out their Twitter feed if you want to check out the link for that. Uh, saying between their, the extra money and the completed engine switch, it's reasonable to, to assume that the game is gearing up for a current gen launch. There's still no confirmed release date, but between the recent windfall and the engine switch, it's reasonable to assume that development is moving along at a good clip. Although Rockstar has yet to officially confirm a Grand Theft Auto 6, the last installment was back in 2013, and fans are growing impatient, so, so everywhere's progress might spur things along at Rockstar seeing as Grand Theft Auto was their most probable cash cow. And they're very likely not to let everywhere be released first and snatch up any of their potential profits. So while everywhere isn't just around the corner, it's at least revved up its engines and turned on its high beams so the world knows that it's there and that it's coming eventually. So that's on that. So yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, anything with a good competition. Like I've seen, with, you know, we first, for my world of, you know, wrestling, I see like WWE, you know, AEW, you know, thanks to AEW, the way they're prospering with their business, they've had a force of WWE change their model for, in my opinion, for the good. So, it's interesting, but I've read, like, I've, I looked at a couple of YouTube videos of that thing, too, and they're saying it may or may not be actually a GTA clone, per se. Imagine they may take a whole other approach, just, like, kind of, but just have, like, the same GTA style. Maybe, like, a science fiction game. We're still, there's still kind of who knows what it's going to be. It's just because the guy is from Rockstar. <coughs> Sorry. It's from Rockstar, he's going to be saying, like, oh, it's going to be a G GTA uh, clone, but it may not be the case. But we're just have to see. Like, either way, I'm excited what the game was, was going to be. So we'll pull up to the next one I had here. Uh, I was comparing the uh, the latest iPhones because I have the 11 Pro Max. So I will see what y'all see all the thing out there when I uh, compare them. I'm on the Apple Store, so as you can see, you can compare from the iPhone, the iPhone. <laughs> you can compare for the iPhone 12 Pro Max. And the iPhone 11 Pro Max. So it looks like the iPhone 12 Pro Max, you get the Pacific blue color, the gold uh, graffiti, or graphite, should I say, graffiti, silver. And with the 11 Pro Max, you get the midnight green, the silver, the space gray, and the gold out of the space gray, currently. Uh, starting price for the iPhone 12 was 1,100, which uh, was actually lower than I thought it would be. 
You know, iPhone Pro Max, it's, it was about the same price when it came out. You can get it at different prices now, but it's the same on, their, on the website now. It's available at authorized resellers, so it's cheaper now. I got mine for uh, $950 for a yeah, 256, 256 gig. Uh, quick look at saying I read it off from iPhone 12 to the iPhone 11 Pro Maxes. Uh, it says 6.7 Super Retina XDR display. It has the and the O one has a Super Retina XDR display. iPhone twelve has the five G super fast downloads, high quality streaming, and iPhone eleven and Pro Max has a four G light cellular. Yeah, that'd be good if it's two hundred twelve, so I can get that five G. Get that five G. Everybody been talking about ever since the beginning of last what few years, right? We're trying to get to this. Uh, for the iPhone twelve, it's got the ultra wide wide telephone so. Telephoto, uh, Dullable Vision HDR video recording up to 60 frames per second. As iPhone 12 just has the ultra wide uh, telephoto, it has the ultra wide, a wide, and a telephoto. So, more on the iPhone 12's camera feature. Uh, the iPhone 12 has a 5x ultimate zoom range, the iPhone 11 goes to the 4 iPhone 12 has the LiDAR scanner for night mode, portraits, faster autofocus in low light, and next level AR experiences. iPhone 11 doesn't have that. iPhone 12 has the A14 chip. Of course, iPhone 11 has the I13s. They're always upgrading with that. Uh, saying, it's also a claim to say it's the fastest, fastest chip in a smartphone. Right? Uh, they both say they have up to 20 hours of video playback. They both have the battery saying, they both have face ID. Uh, the iPhone 12 cinematic shield front, four times better drop performance, surgical grade stainless steel. As for the iPhone 11, is glass front and back, surgical grade stainless steel. So now it's saying it has four times better drop performance now. As for water, water, water resistant for the iPhone 12, it's a depth of six meters for up to 30 minutes. As for iPhone 11, it's the water resistant to a depth of four meters for up to 30 minutes, so saying it can get more water just for the iPhone 12. Uh, iPhone 12 says compatible with Mega Max safe accessories and wireless chargers. So now I can actually do wireless charging now. So I thought the 11 did it, but no, it's the 12 now. So actually the 12 has to do wireless charging. So iPhone 11 doesn't have that. And the capacity, it starts you out at 128 for the iPhone 12, then 256, then the 512. We haven't expanded from 512, but the beginning capacity starts out getting higher. As for iPhone 11, it's 64 for 256 and 512. So as you get bigger capacity now, it's 128. So that's that's a good bonus too. Also good if you haven't upgraded already, because I had the six. Like I was saying, I talked before, I had the six, and then I was looking at the ten, and that's when the eleven just came out. So I went from the eleven Pro Max, but now I'm looking at the twelve. Uh, as a display, the uh, 12 has a Super Retina XDR display. Same for the iPhone 11. Uh, the iPhone 12 has a 6.7 inch diagonal all screen OLED display. Uh, iPhone 11 just has a 6.5, so the iPhone 12 does have a 2.2 inch bigger screen for that. Uh, they both have HDR display. The iPhone 12 Pro Max has the 2778 by 1284 pixel resolution at 458. As for the iPhone 11, it has a 2688 by 1242 
pixel resolution at 458. So of course the 12 has a better pixel issue for that. Uh, the iPhone 12 has a two million contrast ratio typical. They both have the same contrast ratio. They both have true tone display. They both have wide color display, with P3. Both have haptic touch. They both have the 800 nits max brightness typical. And they both have the 1200 nits max brightness ACR. So a little bit of tweaks of more improvement from the iPhone 12 and 11, of course. Uh, it's got more height on the 12, 6.33 compared to the 6.22 from last year. The width is a little bit more from 3.07 and went from it went from 0.1 inch so only grew from 3.06 to 3.07 for the depth it actually lost depth it went from 0.32 from the iphone 11 to 0.29 depth in, in the new iphone 12. But the weight is more in the iphone 12 by 8.03 ounces and by the 11 is 7.97 ounces yeah, and just basically just compare it to all the rest of them. So, those are your tech. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, eager to get to the 12 for sure when I can. So, I'll get it for a Black Friday deal. That'd be awesome to get just like the iPhone 12, the couches, the love seat, and the uh, PS5. But we'll see how it goes too. Because I got shop, I'm shopping for the family as well. We have a bigger family. We're all. Like we're gonna do it. We're gonna do like a Secret Santa this year as well. We're gonna have a certain limit. So, I like the idea. I don't know how y'all like to do it for y'all's Christmas, but we're switching up as our family gets getting bigger and bigger. We're doing Secret Santa. All right, bring it up to the next one. Yeah, I saw this. I was like, oh, this is interesting. How they're bringing? I was looking on festivals. This was from uh, three days ago. It's going to be a full-scale ultra music festival. It takes place in Taiwan, where COVID-19 has been contained watched. Uh, before I get into it, I was going to bring up defense. So, like, I've saw, like, I've, like I was saying, like, I've uh, been listening to older Joe Hogan podcast, and I've heard him talking about it. Let's see a description of that, because I want to end off with that festival. Like, I was looking on this original shower gel. Let's see if more people had more opinions of it. Because uh, apparently Walmart sells it too. I just haven't seen, never seen it in stores. I, never talk, I just heard, heard Joe talk about it. I'm sure he obviously still reports this because well, I was reading a little bit of a description of it. It's for people that like try to avoid staff. But uh, looking, on, looking on Defense Soap's website, it's saying it provides a smooth, rich lather to remove dirt, grime, and sweat and rinse clean. Provides a spectrum of benefits and pride from tea tree and uh, Simplipus oils. I like the range on here. It goes from two to two dollars fifty cents to fourteen ninety five because they sell it from a travel size, which is two fluid ounces, to a thirty gallon drum with a pump. <laughs> uh, saying it moisturizes and soothes itchy, scratchy, dry, inflamed skin. Uh, saying hundred percent organic ingredients, vegan and non GMO. I'm so I'm like interested to like try it out. Uh, more description of it is saying much like. Uh, the original is bar soap. They're more known for their bar soap, but I'm more for body. I've been doing more body wash. Like I do in my nether regions for bar soap. Like I do, I got some dial because I have broken out before my body was when I was sweating out. So that's why I'm really interested in myself for this. But I just never heard of it until Joe Rogan talked about it. 
Sitting right, you literally looked it up. Like, I always thought, like, dial soap. But he's onto something like dial soap. It does, like, kill, like, all bacteria, not just keep the good bacteria. So, that is, that is a fact about that. But, yeah, so the rest of the description is saying, uh, this product was intentionally created to help wrestlers fight the skin infections associated with their sport. Uh, defense shower gel is an organic body wash made with all natural ingredients and is both vegan and non-GMO. This gel soap has a coconut oil based, so which moisturizes and soothes dry and irritated skin. We recommend this product over our bar soap, so even over the bar soap for those who are uh, susceptible to dry skin, especially after washing. And the quality of our shower gel, much like our soap. Lies in the smooth, thick, and rich lather it produces. Lather is essential in both delivering the natural ingredients to the skin. It is also serving as a transport to trap dirt and remove it from the skin completely as it rinses it clean. Uh, the natural tea, tree, and essentialist oil that we use in our shower gel provide a spectrum of optimal benefits and promote healthy skin. Our gels never contain any parabens, silivolts, SLS, Trinicles, uh, or fragrances. This product is made in the USA. Got the link. Uh, the green is listed below. It says Defense Soap offers a 100% money back guarantee of all the products. All right. Anyway, that sounds like I get a sponsor that. <laughs> the way I'll read off that. But yeah, I'm definitely going to try this myself. I'm going to try it myself. I'm going to try like a sample of though. That's because I wanted to get the $1,400 just yet. Well, it even shows me the drum too. That That is a big drum. I don't think I'm gonna carry a forty dollar drum in my house just yet. Just soak in it. Just do it. Just do it for a vlog, something like that. All right. Totally would though. Be sponsored by. Just do a whole drum. All right. We we'll get back into the music festival. Oh yeah, guys. Before I get into that, I was talking about my decorative too. Like I'm about to order. Well, I ordered some. Uh, I got some Eclipse Absolute Zero blackout sheets. I'm about to hang those up, and I'm waiting for my curtain rods that I ordered online. They're like uh, black. Let's see, they're, it's like antler styled uh, curtain rods. I'm gonna bring it up so I can be more accurate about it. Yeah, I also got some couple more rugs too. Like I was just gonna buy some uh, at that rug store, but it was even more expensive than I thought. That, that one by the mall that I, I think I mentioned on here. I was gonna go, there was a, like a rug, uh, rug salesman outside, but it, it was just too much that I needed to do when I went on Sunday, even though he said it'd be half off. but. Looked on Walmart for actually the particular I was actually looking for online and looked be a good deal. But yeah, these are the curtain rods. Looks worse. It says better homes and gardens antler curtain rods five by eight. They had good reviews online. Yeah, saying comes complete with all necessary parts. Better homes and gardens curtain rods include telescoping rod, fencils, brackets, mounting hardware, essential construction. So I'll be, be ready to go when I install it. I already got the curtains. Just gotta get the rod coming in. Uh, it's a steel and resin construction, so I saw that it's steel, still made. Uh, side throw wood on curtain, I got it by 5 by 8 like I said. It's adjustable 28 by 40 inches. It's, it's in the final, the ends points have uh, handlers on it. It's oil rub brawn color, adds a decorative element to the windows. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got it for. Making more decorative with the black curtains that I got. I have... I've got like different curtains, or not really good, but like I say, tapestries over the windows. But kind of want to get a certain theme going on in the living room, so I just want to mix it up a bit. And then I went over to my friend's, uh, he's been on the podcast before, the name changer, Brady. He'll, I want to get that 
I'm going to get that guy back on the podcast because uh, uh, his birthday is actually this Saturday. And uh, I am planning on going to the beach this weekend. But I haven't decided it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. I know he's got something this Saturday, but I may surprise him. Like uh, I may tell his family that on Sunday I may take him out to Galveston. And just tell him for parasailing, we got to get it for like a video. So we may, we may actually uh, do a podcast together too. At least he's saying too for that. But if it doesn't happen, I did plan on going to the beach. But parasailing is a, it's a may or nay. You may have it, may not. But nonetheless, I am going to the beach this week, this coming weekend. But I may bring it up again when I, I talk to my my guest uh, coming up in, later in the later in a future podcast. But anyway, yeah, I went over uh, to his place, uh, visited him. But uh, he's got this, like, bed sheet that I saw in his room. I was like, oh, it's really decorative, man. So he told me where to get it. So I'm about to pick some up myself later today. Because uh, it's only one area here. So I want to go there before the, some of the people will take up the sheets. <laughs> so, but yeah, I guess I'm going to read off this final article. And uh, we're going to ride off to the sunset. And we'll see you on the next podcast. So. Last one I want to get into for today's podcast. I thought it would be interesting to get into. It's uh, Live for Music. They wrote this article. It's on their website. Uh, saying Full Scale Archer Music Festival, which uh, mainly known for the Miami one here, but they have one in Taiwan. Uh, saying it takes place in Taiwan where COVID 19 has been contained. So you can see here. If you want to check it out, you can go to liveformusic.com. Check out the article there. Uh, saying, while music festivals remain a distant memory in most parts of the world, aka America, that's a big part here. Uh, like I said, I haven't been to any, I haven't been to any venues. Like I said, I've been to Texas Run Falls, but it's an outdoor thing. And the Burke, and the Burke Chrysler Drive-In Theater. Like, everything event-wise, I've been going, like, event-wise, I've been outside. Like, I've not been to anything with large crowds indoors besides work. That's it. <laughs> But anything entertainment-wise has been outside. So that's why people be saying Texas is free to go. I'm like, it's not really. But anyway, about to argue saying a full-scale ultra music festival. That's how I this picture here. It's like, yeah, it looks full-scale. Uh, it went on in Taiwan on Saturday, November 14th. The event, which took place on Digi Riverside Park in Taipei, was built as a part of the road to ultra the long-running series of one-day festival events in cities around the world created, founded by the team behind the famous Miami Electric Dance Music Festival. Uh, saying the ultra event in Taiwan was headlined by Swedish progression house Maestro Lisso and featured performances by LA-based duo Slander, original production paired Vinci, Vinci, a American DJ, Calzo, as well as regional supporting acts Junior, Ray Ray, and PP, as in P-E-I-P-E-I, uh, welcome crowds of thousands to enjoy a full music festival experience complete with lavish stage production, pyrotechnics, and fireworks in addition to live painting demonstrations. Oh, nice. Global street food and a graphic art wall created by uh, Taiwanese designers. Oh, nice. Uh, the event was streamed live online to a global audience. Oh, wow. Let's see if I can clash like a highlight on YouTube. Let's, let's check it out. Uh, the accessible festival serves as a big win for a ultra organi- organizers whose COVID-imposed cancellation of Ultra's flagship Miami event in early March was among 
the first in the cascade of cannibalization that saw much of the global live music industry to screen to a halt over the ensuing weeks. Uh, saying, as the United States struggles with its nastiest spike to date, and the prospect of a full-blown music festival remains entirely out of, out of the question, Taiwan has had immense success in curbing the spread of the coronavirus. As the end of October, the East Asian country had gone 200 days without a local transmitted COVID case. Oh, wow. Asian well, Music Festival, Taiwan. Yeah, still st- uh, you can see Alyssa's uh, set on his uh, YouTube channel. If you want to check it out. Show me the one. Yeah, I just want to see like the crowd level. He's not wearing a mask either. It's just like a normal festival. He's got a nice pioneer DJ. Oh yeah, it's like a full crowd in there for sure. It's like a, it's a regular ultra music festival. Uh, looks yeah, it looks pretty sick. Oh yeah, yeah. And nobody's yeah, no one's wearing a mask or anything. Yeah, it looks oh there's a guy. I can see one see one out of okay, there's another one. Majority of people I'm seeing more no mask than masks. I mean, it's good just, uh, if you, if you feel comfortable wearing a mask, like, you know, then I guess, uh, so it looks like it's just, uh, normal festival. I will see that. I mean, hey, if it's no cases, that's good to hear. Oh, it actually says down here, it says, watch a recap video of Road to Ultra Taiwan below and relive, <laughs> and just as soon as I did that, I was like, we're on YouTube. I didn't even look. So yeah, just go on Alyssa's, uh, YouTube channel. You can check it out for yourself how it looks. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining in, listening into another topics on the pod podcast episode ninety. Uh, be next time we we'll get onto the podcast, we'll have a guest on. Really gonna be excited for that. Uh, we're gonna go off to the beach this weekend. May do one down there. Who knows? But yeah, guys. Uh, be sure to if you did drinking the podcast, guys. Be sure to share it on the podcast, guys. Be really grateful to get more listeners on here. So we're going to pour positive vibes on here, guys. So, hey, thank you so much. Hey, right, we're going to get out of here. Until next time, this is DJ Stash signing out saying peace. Play my outro. Yeah. <laughs> I know brain. Marvin Divine. Uh, I'm saying bye to all the lies and all the times you cried Saying that I wasn't right, yet I was right by your side You manipulator, playing games, your friends commentators And I don't know what you say about our private conversations But it's got them hating, thanks to all the rumors you be claiming It's cool, I'm done with you, so they can throw you a celebration You gon' hate it when you see me with somebody living better I'm trying to tell you that me just doing me gon' have you jealous, uh
my life is lovely, now I'm focused on me You said you were about to die, I guess the car is on E But see, I ain't even tripping, cause I just chose to believe That somebody gon' come around and give me just what I need I don't wanna see you finding, see you looking down and out Coming to me crying, saying you miss happy